Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Your whole life you've heard curiosity killed the cat. But I have to tell you, that's a false statement. Lack of curiosity can really lead you to an unfilled, unhappy, and unhealthy life. You know, we all have choices. We make choices every single day. And it's these choices that we make that decide how we're gonna live our life. Now we've entered retirement and we have 40 plus hours of new free time that comes our way. How are you gonna fill that time? Well, a recent survey said that the average number of hours people are watching TV each week today is 38 hours. That is a super sedentary lifestyle, and it can lead to an early it, death. It can, I mean, no judgment. No, it's not. But, but it's it's a tough way to go. And listen, we watch a little bit of TV, and TV's fine. You're not even good at TV. I'm not good at TV. <laughs> but listen, 30, 40 hours of TV a week, there's got to be a better way to live this phase of your life. And really, sparking curiosity is that way. You know, there's four reasons we're going to give you today why having a curious mind is going to benefit you in the long run. And then at the end, we're going to share with you our five-step process to kickstart having a curious mindset. Now, during your career, if you were like us, you were always curious and always learning, always trying to do better. Yeah. I was always curious about leadership, employee engagement, what was working, how to be flexible. Yeah, these are the books that we read. We right. both read hundreds of books during our career. I read books. I was a sales guy. I owned my own business. I read so many books on sales and business acumen. I just, it was like a sponge because it helped with our career. And then, and then yeah. during our semi-retired summer of 2018, we took a break from learning and curiosity as we were winding down our roles. Yeah, because it really wasn't that summer was great when we think back about it, but it, there really wasn't learning needed anymore for our careers because but they were ending. We took to we took to the air and we traveled. We did. We so went to some great locations. You know, we went to Florence and London and Lisbon and Barcelona, and that was really different than the travel we had done during our career, which was a two-week break sure. and we just wanted to relax. And you know, that was that was what we wanted that summer you know we wanted to go away we were going to visit one of uh, your daughters in florence for a week which was magical it was magical but our you know we thought we'd go there we'd have wine at lunch every day and at dinner and Lots go to pasta. the vineyards and eat really well which we did but our our travel agent pushed us and she pushed us she wanted us to take a walking tour 
of Florence. Now, hang now, on wait. a second. She wanted us to take a walking tour of Florence after we had been in Florence for two solid days already. And if you know Mark at all, we were already walking the city every minute of the day. I didn't and want And you it. were really against it. I was against it from the beginning. You were. You booked it anyway. I did I was it. against it. Listen, I've been to cities before. And like Jody said, my vacation time... I was just so used to it. I want to do what I want to do. Right. And I don't want someone walking me around a city telling me things that I don't really care about. But as, but, as si but, silly as it may sound, this experience, this walking tour of Florence with an expert was really a mindset shift for it, us. It, it was a big change for us. It was huge. And it sparked our curiosity. It did. We saw, we got the history of the Duomo, the... Medici brothers and when we came back from we actually were, were learning while we we're there when we came back we dove big time into books and um, we watched ne uh, we did watch a Netflix, a Netflix show on the Medici yep. brothers it was fabulous it was it was just and it was interesting because we thought we knew so much about history right so we were never really curious about it and you were actually never really good at history that wasn't like your forte no i hated history right it was the worst subject that i ever studied in high school and college i really just didn't like it but i spent i probably spent hours that first day researching the duomo when i I can't really remember, but I you, you think it took the architecture. Well, I think it took the, four generations right. of Italians, people, yeah. Italians, to build that place. It's amazing when you look at it. Four generations. So the people that started it never saw it completed, right. and even the dome wasn't put up till the very end. But all of this history, you know, before this walking tour, for me, it was a cool piece of architecture. It was green and white. It was huge. I thought, well, that's cool. But then, and then the Medici brothers was exciting. So to your point, well, to, this and sparked what was, interest yeah. of learning. And what I was getting at, though, is... I didn't let you get at it? No. Okay, interrupted you. Rarely do. Okay. But what I was getting at was we learned not only about the architecture and the Duomo and Brunelleschi and yeah. the Medici's, but... We learned about money and how it followed the church during that time and about the different popes. And I mean, it, it just grew and grew as did our curiosity. So this shift, it was a real pivot. It was. a shift of um, vacations, just sitting back, relaxing and taking it easy has shifted for us now. And we had th we saw three more cities. We, we saw did. London, Lisbon. we saw Lisbon and Barcelona. And we took the same approach and it was amazing. We really did. So let's talk about the four benefits of having a curious mind. The first one has to do with your brain. There's new science, new studies going on that talk about the fact that your brain is like a muscle and it can regenerate yourself. The very outer part of your brain is called the cortex and it's made up of billions of nerve cells that are called neurons. And what's interesting is they communicate with each other when they're challenged, right. right? So you might have heard or you might have seen some people saying, I need to do Sudoku, I need to do 
uh, crossword puzzles, I'm doing math, you know, as they're getting older. And a result of that challenge of those neurons is you can actually strengthen and regenerate those neurons yeah. as you age. So this is, the, this is really, really important because it used to, the science used to be, or the thinking used to be that, you know, as you get older, you, you start to lose your memory, which you do. You forget things, which you do. But you can actually reverse, I don't know if you can reverse your memory, but you certainly can reverse the shrinking of your brain, it's the, the breakdown of your brain. It's, it's like when you go to the gym and you work your um, muscles. Your brain is a muscle and you can exercise it by challenging yourself with some really good thinking. You know, the second thing is you can really expand your knowledge about things you care about. Right. You know, Mark spends a lot of time now in this new business, you know, researching about retirement. Well, and you do too. I don't do as much as you do. I'm, I'm more on the factual, like, psychological studies oh of my. what's happening. You sound like you're so smart. I'll just leave that. Leave Hang. it. But, but, but I do spend time on this business right. and I enjoy it and I'm passionate about it. But this reverse for me, and it probably was the trip to Italy, I am now such a history nut. I'm reading the greatest book right now by, um, oh gosh, who's it? It's, a, um, it's about Churchill. It's about Churchill, his time as prime minister during the war, and it's got the pages from his diary. It's a, it's a story, and it's a big book, but oh my gosh, I'm so into it. You are. As, a, as some pleasurable reading. But Sometimes I come down in the morning when Mark's quote-unquote reading his papers. Yeah. He's not reading his papers. Reading He's reading book. the book. Yeah. So I'll say anything in the news, and he'll have to flip around to the Times but to I'm, figure But I'm out. expanding knowledge on something I care about. And you you did this positive psychology I course. I did. I went and down to the University of Pennsylvania and got really, really deep into positive psychology and really loved the learning there. And I've also been working on the mindfulness side of learning. And quite honestly, this business, this whole social media platform, whether it's YouTube or you doing know, all the, the videos others, and all of that, is that's hard. a big learning it curve is. for me. It so is. I feel like I'm, you know, pretty stretched. In fact, sometimes I say to you, I'm really stretched. Well, but it is allowing us, we're both taking, we're learning the business, but also expanding some things that we want to learn right. about on our own. Yep. Now, the third thing that it helps with, it can improve your relationships. It can improve your relationships with your spouse and partner, your friends, or your children. And for us, you and I really, we've been married 12 years. Right. But by asking questions, being thoughtful, really caring, we're actually learning more about each other every day. And the fact that we do change over time as we get older. You know, you have those friends that you go out to lunch with and they ask you a thousand questions. You may know them for 10 years, but they still ask questions and they're still interested and they're still curious about what's happening. We find that we do that with each other now more than ever, I think, yeah. now that we have more time. We do, and we do it with friends. You know, if you really want to strengthen your relationship with your friends, ask them really interesting questions. Ask about their family. Ask, right. ask what is the word, the appreciative inquiry. Isn't that right? That is right. Yeah, just really appreciate their, their answer. Ask another question, another question. Yeah. We get frustrated sometimes when we go out with people and they don't ask us anything, <laughs> nothing. It happens. It happens. It but, happens. And the same thing with your kids. Yeah, absolutely. You're I mean, great with the children, yeah. all six, the I boys and the girls. I love to ask questions. And sometimes if I put Mark in charge of something with the kids, 
I, he comes back and I'll ask him 10 questions and he'll say, you know, I didn't ask any of those. I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah, but you but should. You ask, you, I should. You ask questions about their relationships, their careers, their dreams. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the fourth reason, the fourth benefit of having a curious mind is that curious people are happier. You know, Jody and I talk a lot about me being a grumpy old man. Well, I'm not a grumpy old man, but we don't want me to be a grumpy old man. Right. And I think and back when on you my, get in those grumpy old man moods, we call I, it. I've never right? been in that mood ever. But my dad was a grumpy old man. He was. And it was because he wasn't learning. He wasn't curious. He just sat around and watched TV. I'm not going to be that person. Well, the fact is you get higher levels of positive emotions when you're curious. That's right. Because... Yeah, because you're doing all of this learning, right. you're being creative, you're thinking, and it also lowers your levels of anxiety. Yeah. Because you're not sitting there all alone trying to figure things out. You're talking to people, you're asking questions, you're being curious. Studies even, actually. Even curious about why you're anxious. Yeah, that's true. Studies actually show that there's more life satisfaction with the more curious you are. And I think that's really interesting. And we are really taking curiosity to a whole new level. We, we show these aura rings all the time and yeah. it's a sleep ring and it keeps track of our activity and all of that. But the first thing we do every morning is have, what were your sleep numbers? What, what was your recovery it's score? It's almost a competition. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> but, it's, but it has to do with what did we eat yesterday? What time did we eat last night? How much exercise did we right. get? Um, yesterday because we, having a lot of sleep is important to us but we're curious about it so anyway so anyway so let's get to the five-step process that we've used to become more curious right. and the first thing is you got to have an open mind you know if if your mind is closed and you're not willing to learn then you're going to have a problem you got to challenge yourself you know if, if you think about it are you really watching TV all day and not interested in anything around you. You know, with this book we're reading now. Um, think Again. Think Again. Yeah. The Power of What You Don't Know by Adam Grant. We'll drop that in the comments below. It's an amazing read. It's just, it talks about actually forcing yourself to be wrong. It just said, And I embracing don't, that, I don't right? know and embrace yeah. it. It's a whole new right. way to live. So having an open mind is important. Yeah. And the second step, I love this. One. Another one is, you know, go visit a store, a bookstore, a library. Spend some time getting lost in different things that pique your interest, whether it's, you know, cooking or history or biographies or, you know, latest trends on the Internet. If you find a section and grab a few books and get lost a little bit, you'd be shocked at how that that piques your curiosity. Yeah, this is really important and we really suggest you do it. And this is different than going on Amazon and looking through the you know most popular books. Spend time in a bookstore. Spend an hour this week, an hour next week, an hour the third week. You'll be amazed at what you come home with. Right. Definitely. And from that research, the third step, start a hobby. You know, it could be gardening, it could be cooking. Basket you're basket weaving, aren't I you? I am not basket okay. weaving, but but maybe. you always said you wanted to. <laughs> but you know, our hobby for us, one of them that we do together, is boating. And boating, you don't just get on the boat, start it up and go like you do in a car. 
there's a lot of checks you have to do, and there's uh, the online. It's a huge learning curve for me because I didn't grow up boating, so yeah. I'm always a little behind the curve trying to learn. And Docking Mark will is a do problem. these knots, and I'm yeah. like, I just tie the regular old knot. And, but but that's our hobby, yeah. and we it's we do it together, and it's helpful. The fourth thing is maybe create a study group or a book club. Um, as many of you know, in our Facebook group, we have a book club, and that's been really fun and challenging for us as we read a book that we want to share and we dig deep into the conversation and thinking around it with friends. Right. And the fifth step, volunteer. You know, it's such a great way to get it's out amazing. and meet people, to lend a hand, and to learn from their experiences. You know, if you're helping seniors, you get to the opportunity to learn from, from their wisdom. If you're helping kids, you get to laugh a little bit because they're silly. Now, we hope you enjoyed this. We want you to share it with your friends. And please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below. And finally, join our free Facebook community. There's a link in the notes below as well. Thanks so much for listening. And we look forward to being back with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.